Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. Thank you for joining us for this sermon. You can find all of our sermons at holycommunion.net and our Facebook, YouTube, and podcast channels. Consider hitting like or subscribe. Consider sharing this sermon with others. It helps us to reach more people like you. We are so thankful to those who support our ministry. You can give today at holycommunion.net backslash give. Well, good morning, Holy Communion. It is a joy to be with you here this morning as we celebrate all the saints. I have to begin with giving you a little bit of a warning about this sermon. The warning is that I expect that you will talk back. (laughs) We are having a dialogue this morning rather than a monologue, and um, Mike has reminded me that I am confined to this area. (laughs) Which, if you know me, is like, what? (laughs) But nonetheless, I might be down in the aisle at some point, you never know. But I want to begin as we celebrate this Feast of All Saints by asking you a question. Who are those people whom you have loved, but see no longer? Who are those people who have influenced your life, who have left a mark on you, that are not on this side of the horizon? Call their names. Who are they? Sandra Ellis, call them out. Martha. Keep going. <laughs> like I said, dialogue, not monologue. <laughs> who, are, who, are, who are your saints? Who are those loved ones that you have spent time with at their knee learning wisdom? Who are those people who have influenced your life, who have brought you to this place, who have made you who you are? You see, today on All Saints Day, when you call their names, you can almost hear them saying present. The ear above our head is filled with the flutterings of all of those whom we have loved and lost and see no longer. Today is about naming and claiming and rejoicing with those people who have had an influence on our lives, those people who have shown us what it means to be good, faithful followers of Jesus and all of their messiness. See, I love All Saints Day. It is my absolute favorite holiday of the church because it's the day that we get to celebrate the crazy people. (laughs) We get to celebrate those people who just did not fit. You and I, all of us have that crazy aunt or uncle or grandfather or cousin who was just eccentric and just absolutely plain old-fashioned crazy. And today we get to celebrate all of that with them. Because what we say on All Saints Day is that in God's economy, in God's grace, nothing is lost. You see, most of the time we think ultimately that we will be forgotten. But the joy in following this Jesus, the joy in God's grace is that in God's God's grace, God's economy, none of us or forgotten. All Saints Day is a celebration of the crazy ones, the strange ones, the ones who somehow never got it right and the ones who never got their life together. And like most of them, we too now take our place as those eccentric and crazy saints. Today, we are those whom Jesus named as the blessed, the happy ones. The ones who, when we are poor, the ones when we are pushed to the side, when we are seemingly denied of justice, God says to us in no uncertain terms, 
that you are mine. You are my beloved. God longs for us. God desires us. God looks for us. And what I often say to confirmation classes is that if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. Because God's love is far greater, far wider, far bigger than anything that we can do for God. Today is an affirmation of all of those who have gone before, an affirmation of God's recognizing and seeing and loving you, and hope towards what comes next. We build a future, a future set on God for the saints who will come after and yet in our gospel, Jesus gives us a really hard challenge. Like many of you, I sat and I listened to the gospel and I go, huh? Happy are you when people say bad things about you? Happy are you when you are poor? The last time I checked, some people say bad things about me. I'm not exactly happy. I don't know about you, but generally if somebody strikes me on the cheek, watch out because I'm going to strike you back on yours. Jesus in our gospel for today puts an impossible task before us. He says to us, we are to love our enemies. I saw a bumper sticker the other day that says, love your enemies, it messes with their heads. <laughs> but Jesus says to us, love your enemy. But the thing is, most of the time, we don't think love when that person cuts you off on 44, do you? You don't think love when that person decides to call you everything but a beloved child of God, do we? You can respond. <laughs> We don't think love when someone treats us as less than dirt or someone says something bad about us or our family, do we? And yet Jesus showed us what it means to love your enemy. Hanging on the cross, he says, forgive them for they know not what they do. Thank God I'm not the Messiah because forgive them was not the first thing that would have come to mind. But we, we who follow this Jesus, we who are called to be the followers of love, we are called to be different. We are called to be crazy enough to try to love those people who don't love us. We are crazy enough and thank God that Jesus said to us, love our enemies and not like them. I can love my enemy. That doesn't mean I have to like them. But what we say today on this day, for those who have been blessed, those who have been declared happy, what we say to each other is that you and I are the beloved of God. That God sees us. That God in all of our ordinariness calls us to be extraordinary revealers of God's love and light in our world. You see, I am convinced that our world right now is filled with fear. Our world is filled with division and disunity. Turn on the TV, get on any social media, and you will find fracture, division, and hatred. And I think the root of that is that people feel as though they are not seen or heard or represented. I think the root of it is fear. We have commoditized fear. I love turning on and watching commercials. And here's where I'm gonna walk out of the shot. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that, and I love shampoo commercials especially. Have you ever noticed those shampoo commercials that whenever they come on, you can see the person and they're running along the beach 
and the hair is kind of flowing out the back, and the, you, you hear the the last time I washed my hair with shampoo, I, there were no beaches and there was no heavenly music running along. But what it's saying to you is that if you don't have their shampoo, you're not good enough. We've taken fear and made it something that we can buy and sell. And what God says to us on this day of all saints is that we know that following Jesus casts out fear, do we not? We know that, as Paul reminds us, that nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Neither height, nor depth, nor things past, nor things to come, nor principalities, or powers, or anything in all of creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Savior. The question is, do we believe that? Do we live our lives that we say, without a doubt, that God's love, God's perfect love, will cast out the fear and division of our world? Are we able to live lives that say that the good news of the gospel has been made so much real and manifest in us that we exude the good news of following this Jesus? You see, the thing is, outside the walls of our churches, people somehow think that we have it all together. Well, I am here to tell you that I am just as messy as the rest of everybody else. We are all just as messy as anybody else. We don't have it any better together than anybody else outside these walls. We simply know that together in community, I can be my better self. One of my good friends is famous for saying, God loves you just the way you are and loves you too much to let you stay that way. And it is true. You see, today is about celebrating the belovedness of each and every single one of us as a child of God. We live in a world that often tells us that we are not enough. You are not good enough, you are not smart enough, you are not tall enough, you are not skinny enough. You name it and we are somehow not enough. But with God, God says to us, you are enough. God's desire, God's longing, God's appeal for us is born out of that deep abiding love that says to us, no matter who you are, no matter where you've been, no matter what you have done, you are deeply and truly loved. Do you believe that? Not a rhetorical question. <laughs> Do you believe that God's love is far greater than anything the world can throw at you? Do you believe that God's grace is sufficient for you no matter what might come your way? Do you believe that in the valley of the shadow of death, God is there calling your name? My sisters and brothers, then you and I must go out of this church, go out into this world, and be the good news that our world needs. You are the only gospel that some people will ever read. You are the good news that some people will ever encounter. You are the only Christ that some people will encounter today. And as in the words of the song, let the light of Christ shine through you. Let your little light shine. Because too often we somehow think that we have to be the great ones. We somehow think that we have to somehow have it all together and put our lives together before we can be a part of a Christian community or before we can be good news. Well, I am here to tell you that God has appallingly low standards. God often calls the ill-equipped, the ill-prepared, and the worst people to send out into the world. And yet, in all of it, 
In all of it, God says to us that we are loved and enough. I don't think we hear that message often enough. I'm going to invite you to turn to someone here and say to them, in God's grace, you are enough. How did that feel to hear? Felt pretty good, huh? I love your enthusiasm. Yes. <laughs> it feels good. And so my challenge to you as you leave this place, as we celebrate the saints, is to go out into the world, and we have a really low standards in the Episcopal Church, go out and tell two people <laughs> that they are enough. Go out and let somebody else know that you have found good news. That in all of who you are, God is well pleased. In all that you have been and all that you have done, God has been there through the ups and the downs. When you were told to sit down, you got back up. When the world told you to shut up, you spoke out. When the world told you to be quiet, you stood up. Because in God's grace, you are enough. You are a window through which God's light must shine. Because you are God's beloved. Today is about celebrating the crazy ones. A couple years ago, a company that most of you probably know had an advertisement on TV that had these words. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the wrong, round pegs and square holes, the ones who see things differently, they're not fond of rules. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them, but the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward, and while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. <clears throat> because the ones who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. That was Apple's first commercial for the Apple computer. <coughs> Who knew that Apple could preach the gospel? <laughs> My sisters and brothers, it is through you and your ordinariness that God will do extraordinary things because you are enough. And together, we can join hands and joyfully and faithfully sing, Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh Lord, I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in. I think we can sing that. Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, when the saints go marching in. Stand up. Oh Lord, I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in. Have fun with it. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, Lord, I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in. Remember that you are God's beloved. Remember that you are enough. And remember that you will walk in Jerusalem with the saints when we all go marching in.
Amen.